you know, when guy when being a father, you know, you and being someone who owns his own business, it's it, you get tired and you're just like, man, why am I so tired? Well, maybe it's because you know you didn't get a lot of sleep. Maybe you're holding a little extra weight. Maybe your mood is bringing you down. Your mood, and we know we've talked about how mental wellness can affect the rest of your life or all aspects of your life. And you think, man, I need that quick fix. I need something. I need a boost. And then you say, well, my testosterone's low. Maybe I need more testosterone. And then, boom, you go with either prescribed. Maybe you go the safe route. You just go to a doctor and get blood work done, and maybe they still prescribe you uh, testosterone, even though it's somewhat re- FDA regulated now or regulated. Or maybe you go to someone who is not even a doctor who somehow has found a loophole to to give you testosterone or you're listening to the addicted to fitness podcast brought to you by elemental training tampa now here's your hosts nick and shannon birch Thanks for stopping by and checking out this old school episode of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We're going to jump into the ATF DeLorean and take you back in time. But before we do that, uh, I want to share uh, our gratitude with you guys for uh, doing what you're doing. Keep uh, sharing this podcast and giving us those rating reviews. We can tell that you guys are doing so. Um, and we're very appreciative of that because our download numbers are going up each week. So keep doing that. Like I said, all you got to do is get the link, send it to a friend, and boom, you've done your part. Also, a little rating and review in the iTunes and Apple Podcasts never hurts. All right. So please enjoy this old school episode of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. I'm rolling solo today, folks, uh, but I got a great episode with you uh, for you guys today. Uh, we're going to be discussing something that's very, I would say, uh, male-centric, uh, but I guess kind of, I mean, it, actually it affects both men and women, and I'm talking about low testosterone and uh, the actually low testosterone treatment, what they would refer to as testosterone replacement therapy, TRT. So we're going to get into that. But before we do that, I'd like to remind you guys that we have a Facebook page. That's right. The Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Uh, You guys can go on there, look at some of our exclusive Facebook lives that we've done. Uh, We also have uh, a review section there that you guys can leave your rating and review for the podcast there. We deeply appreciate it. And you guys can, uh, once you leave their thoughts, leave a few words there, we will read them on an upcoming episode of the podcast. And also, once again, as I mentioned, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, we're all on all those platforms. If you guys can go there and give us a rating, we really appreciate it. So, uh, as I mentioned, I'm rolling solo. Shannon is actually in the car right now as we speak, driving down south to Naples to visit her godmother with my in-laws and Ella. Uh, she, we had this plan to meet with her. Uh, my my wife's godmother is. Uh, she works here a few months out of the year, and we had this plan to meet with her several months ago. But um, we had something else come up that was family related, so we had to. It took priority over that, so we moved the weekend or the, the visit to this weekend and they are actually heading down that right now while i'm holding down the fort and uh, i got another uh, morning tomorrow of training some clients and i'm going to head down and meet them so you guys reap the benefits of a solo podcast hopefully it won't be too boring and you won't miss in too much so training recap i uh had a little bit of a kind of like i guess uh 
not acclimation period, uh, but uh, I had to get back into the groove. You know, we we traveled all last week and came back um, late last week, and then uh, get back into the swing of things this week. Trying to get back into the routine of regular exercise, but also. Um, uh, we had to, I had to deal with, or I should say Shannon and I, uh, had to deal with, uh, Ella having to go to the doctor one day. So, uh, we had to, uh, kind of, that threw a little monkey wrench in things, but she's fine. I think it's all teething related, which if any parents are out there who dealt with that, uh, you know, the pain of getting woken up in the middle of the night screaming and your child screaming in pain and you're not knowing what to do. So, uh, but she's all I wouldn't say all better, but she is definitely doing better now. So um, when I did get to the gym, I was able to get some a uh, couple strength training workouts in. Worked with the mace, worked with the 360, which is actually going to be coming up the steel mace 360 or swings, as I like to call them. Also, uh, that'll be coming up later in the podcast. Uh, we'll be talking about those a little more. Uh, also, got some uh, time on the rower. Uh, and the rower, if you guys are familiar familiar with the rowing machine, or uh, some people call it the erg machine, also. Great piece of cardio equipment, uh, probably the one of the most beneficial, honestly. And uh, I found, at, you know, from training people at Tampa Strength, it's the only machine we have at Tampa Strength, and almost everyone can use it. You know, there are very few people where um, that are, aren't able to use it. It's pretty low impact, but it can also be a great cardio workout but also you know you feel you are definitely building strength because you're moving a lot of joints and requires a lot of kind of you know leg strength upper back strength really total body it's it is the a total body uh cardio machine so uh great piece of equipment you know and pretty low impact on the joints i should say um, not low impact as in kind of low intensity but definitely low impact on your joints so uh highly recommend um car, uh, rowing machines or erg machines if you're looking for a piece of at-home equipment they are a little pricey but not nowhere in the realm of the peloton cycle uh, as you guys have heard on this podcast before so got to get on that and that was uh really fun and enjoyable but um got getting back into the swing i guess uh and swing i'm using that literally and i guess kind of metaphorically uh i i specifically holding pads for people you know i obviously do a lot of boxing with my clients and having to hold the focus mitts uh it can be kind of uh it can be tiring on my shoulders um you know so i end up with a lot of sore shoulders and not doing it for a week i guess my body got like I got out of shape essentially for a week. Uh, my hand my shoulders got out of shape from taking that impact or holding the mitts a little bit um more efficiently to prevent really shoulder pain so uh needless to say it's friday and my my shoulders were really aching um so i took it a easy today and actually got a massage from my massage therapist my massage therapist monique who is awesome i can't recommend her enough i know this is a uh worldwide podcast but um if you live in tampa bay uh monique from restore me massage therapy is phenomenal so check her out so I got that today. That was pretty much my training recap for the week. Um, I am going to go soak up some vitamin D when we go down when I go down to Naples and get out on the beach or the pool. I can tell you, I'm definitely going to do that. So it was a great read of tra- great week back uh, to kind of get into the training routine of training clients and training myself. So um, the topic and kind of the article, as I uh, previewed in the beginning of the podcast, was low T and TRT testers. I can't say it. I don't know why. I've, I've tried it several times. Testosterone replacement therapy. And it's kind of a buzz term and word. I mean, uh, you can't really turn on the TV or um, 
you know, there's billboards for these type of therapies all over the place, especially down here uh, in in Tampa, which has I know in recent past, I don't know how recent, but I have heard has been voted the most vain city in the United States. So uh, we do have a lot of plastic surgery and a lot of uh, testosterone placement uh, clinics and. Uh, so it, a lot people are a lot of people are trying to stay young. So I found an article, or at least they think they're trying to stay long, young doing this. Uh, so I found an article on fatherly.com, uh, kind of a really good uh, website for myself. It, it, it's obviously geared towards men and dads, but there's a lot of stuff on there that helps. It really pertains to both you know men and women. So then this this topic does too because you know. A lot of people associate low testosterone with uh, less energy, uh, lower libidos, uh, kind of uh, uh, just uh, overall kind of like, I guess, depressed demeanor. Uh, But uh, they also kind of say that people start losing testosterone at 35. Um, But – and they see it as a problem, but it's actually a natural uh, kind of Essentially, occurrence. You know, your your testosterone starts going down naturally once you hit the age of thirty five. Uh, but you know, obviously, a lot of marketing campaigns came out in the uh, early two thousands that uh, that this doesn't have to be the case. You know, you can prevent this. So, uh, you know, before this, the testosterone therapy was something that uh, specifically treated things or I guess conditions like uh, hypogonadism. Uh, which is uh, kind of obviously kind of the hormone centers of your body not to uh, producing the right amount of hormones, uh, and this was kind of things that it, it only happened a very small percentage of men. This this article actually cites it's only about two percent of men suffer these type of uh, this or the the hypogonadism, uh, the basically the kind of insufficient production of hormones from the uh, hormone producing centers in their body uh, but this obviously didn't really slow down the uh, the pharmaceutical companies from uh, advertising and marketing the ideal that uh, low T is uh, affecting so many men is it affecting all men you know even though I mean I guess it's technically not a lie because if you're over 35 your testosterone do- your testosterone does go down. But it's interesting because it's really there's a lot of other factors that affect testosterone levels besides aging. You know, it's uh, things like obesity, depression, uh, drug use. So not and not even you know illegal drugs, but even prescription drugs like opiates. Uh, Things like uh, obviously I said depression already, but other mental health issues. uh, They they can really you know, drive down your testosterone, lack of sleep. I mean, everybody, we've talked about what sleep, how important sleep is, and it, all those things can, um, in essence, lower all those or reduce our kind of productive symptoms of low T that we already talked about, you know, um, depressed moods, lower libidos, and decreased energy. I mean, that sounds like well, when you result and think when you, part, or when you're basically subjecting your body to things like poor diet, uh, uh, prescription drug abuse, uh, lack of sleep, things of that nature. Yeah, your testosterone is going to go down. Um, and then with the companies and the marketing and the drug pharmaceutical companies coming back and saying, "Hey, we can fix this." It's like one of those things we've talked about on the podcast before. It's like you're addressing the 
symptoms and not the cause. You know, we've always talked, and I think we talked about recently about functional medicine and how I like the idea of functional medicine because it focuses on basically striking at the root of the problem, not tra- not treating the essentially the branches. Like if 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 say a tree is you know some sort of condition like you you don't you don't want to strike at the branches to try to kind of cut down the tree you want to go at the base go at the roots uh, i know that's probably a bad analogy but uh treating the symptoms and not the cause is something that it seems like these testosterone pharmaceutical companies were or t- testosterone replacement pharmaceutical companies was were promoting um, and it was really becoming, um, you know, we've we've actually recently discovered it's really a big issue, and it's a, a dangerous issue because there's a couple. This article actually cites a couple different uh, instances where um, individuals died because of testosterone. Test. Why can't I say testosterone? I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I need testosterone. Uh, so a lot of, uh, not a lot, but they, they cite several instances. Instances where they believe, and you know, um, family members have brought these companies to basically sue them, or uh, may said they were culpable for the deaths of people in their family because uh, there is some research that says that um, injecting testosterone can actually thicken blood and increase rate of heart attack and stroke. Um, and but these kind of obviously side effects or potential obviously uh, essentially deadly uh, side effects uh, hasn't really slowed down or in, until recent history really didn't slow down the explosion of uh, the testosterone uh, replacement market or the the industry because between 2000 and 2011 it said that prescriptions increased 12 fold and speaking about prescriptions it was a lot of these prescriptions according to this article were written without uh required blood tests so you know they they were they were giving prescriptions without testing if you actually had low testosterone um it's it 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 was crazy to think about you know just doing that they weren't doing any blood tests any tests they were just saying hey um i don't know if maybe they were doing urine analysis or what they were doing or maybe they were just talking about your mood and uh, just maybe a questionnaire but they uh, they talk about in this article a lot were written without prescription without a blood test essentially which is uh seems crazy because as they already has already mentioned as they already cited in the article i mean this will thicken your blood or testosterone has the ability to thicken your blood and possibly cross strokes so uh, according to this article so that's something that's really uh kind of scary to think that people or, or doctors or any you know general practitioners were essentially uh prescribing testosterone which you know kind of falls under that that i guess category of um, you making you think about you know our pharmaceutical companies you know paying doctors to promote their product um, and obviously this is just one article so I don't know how uh, kind of accurate that is um, but it's uh, it, it's scary to think about if you just look at the increase in the industry it's kind of it's it's very it's evident that something was happening that people were getting prescriptions a lot more so than they should uh, sales actually increased. Uh, from 2002 to 2012, from 324 million to 2 billion. So that's a dramatic increase in 10 years. So um, you can wonder why everybody saw it was kind of the uh, the opportunity to 
increase or opportunity to get some money was to just sell products or prescribe products that uh, essentially boosted testosterone. So in 2015, the FDA finally cracked down on this. Um, They required that clinics and um, doctors prescribing uh, uh, testosterone, they would no longer do so for uh, men that were experienced low testosterone due to aging. So they could no longer use that as a reason to prescribe testosterone. So now they had to essentially, you know, if this person had one of those conditions we outlined earlier that affected some of their hormone, the how their their hormone centers um, or endocrine system was not producing the amount of the right amount of hormones, they would be able to get a prescription, but not if they were just, you know, as a natural process of aging. Uh, so it's a uh, it's a good thing that they cracked down on that, but it's also kind of opened the door for non-FDA regulated companies to kind of jump back in to take the place. So, and you've seen it, honestly. I'm sure you guys have heard about it. Uh, there's certain uh, supplement companies that promote the uh, basically kind of like male wellness, or you know things like um, let's say low libido pills or um, let's say I mean you no, know, it's it's some a bodily function, erection dysfunction, uh, erectile dysfunction pills. Uh, so they uh, promote that the hair replacement pills, and then obviously things that could help boost testosterone. So now supplement country companies are getting to this, and all you gotta do is fill out kind of a questionnaire online and they will send you your these supplements right to your door. You don't even have to go to a doctor anymore. And um, a lot of times they are using generic um, generic versions of kind of prescriptions that you might be familiar with like Viagra and Zoloft or Xanax um, and so on and so forth and combining them and then shipping them right to your door. And it's, uh, all, once again, kind of a dangerous uh, – really dangerous i wouldn't say a dangerous process because a lot of people aren't getting the proper blood work to see if they can actually take these supplements safely without increasing their risk of things like heart attacks and strokes so um it's it's scary to think that that you're able to do that um and a lot of people are but it's kind of because people, you know, I understand, especially men. Obviously, we're, we're really talking about men right now, but I know this this happens probably in the women's world too, with supplements or any type of other kind of related um, products. You know, when guy, when being a father, you know, you and being someone who owns his own business, it's it, you get tired and you're just like, man, why am I so tired? Well, maybe it's because you know you didn't get a lot of sleep. Maybe you're holding a little extra weight. Maybe your mood is bringing you down. Your mood, and we know we've talked about how mental wellness can affect the rest of your life, or all aspects of your life. And you think, man, I need that quick fix. I need something. I need a boost. And then you say, well, my testosterone's low. Maybe I need more testosterone. And then, boom, you go with either prescribed. Maybe you go the safe route and you go to a doctor and get blood work done and maybe they still prescribe you uh, testosterone even though it's somewhat FDA regulated now or regulated or maybe you go to someone who is not even a doctor who somehow has found a loophole to to give you testosterone or um, you know or you go with one of those kind of subscription companies that send similar products to right to your house so you're just looking people are looking for the quick fix and it's and it's challenging because obviously marketing is very nefarious by 
playing people's, uh, you know, fears or weaknesses and saying, hey, we got the solution. But what you should really do is focus on the root cause, going back to that and uh, the things that we already listed, obesity, uh, mental health, uh, you know, are you abusing prescription drugs? Are you getting terrible sleep? Um, it's it's those are the root causes that can cause lower energy, lower libido, uh, kind of uh, sour moods. To steal a phrase from this article, uh, those are the root cause, and testosterone is or testosterone replacement is. It's not really going to be the solution, you know. It might boost your testosterone, but if you keep doing those issues, you're never you're never going to feel better essentially then in my opinion you know obviously i'm sure there's there are success stories for people who take testosterone but if you're not addressing the root cause causes it doesn't matter how much you take and in fact that it might even be worse because if you take it and you don't feel better and you don't see those uh, problems why you started taking in the first place getting better or improving you might up your dose you might go crazy you might double up without you know against Whoever prescribed you its wishes, thinking more is better, more is better, and then something terrible could happen possibly. Um, the kind of long story short is that you have to do your due diligence and really look at all aspects of your life to think about, you know, to analyze why these issues are happening. You can't just pick one little thing and say, I fix this, everything changes. It's never, it'll never happen that way, folks. <laughs> it'll never happen that way. You have to look at the big picture. Uh, you know, uh, being a personal trainer, a lot of people say, oh, I want to come in, I want to lose weight. And I say, that's great. That's an awesome fitness goal. And we can, you can certainly do that. Exercise will definitely help with that. But you need to address your sleep, you need to address your diet, you need to address your mental health. All those things have a huge impact on if you can lose weight or not. And if those three things, if you don't address those three things and you just think, I can outwork a bad diet, I can outwork a terrible sleep, uh, sleep health or sleep patterns, or I can outwork a bad mental attitude, it's not going to happen. I can guarantee you it's not going to happen. Okay. So I, I just wanted – I thought it was a great article and I'm really uh, uh, I'm glad kind of – because I've, I've obviously been my age now. People talk about testosterone a lot. I hear it a lot uh, and it's uh, – I think it's a topic that uh, needed to be addressed. I'm glad we got to address it on the podcast. Uh, kind of a – you know, dad's taking over the podcast today. So I figured it's a good fatherly uh, topic to kind of address. So in light when we're only a few weeks away from Father's Day. So what I also wanted to do is kind of share a little health and fitness poll that I've put out on the ET Tampa Instagram recently this week had uh, we did this a few weeks ago uh, probably about excuse me about a few months ago and uh, I wanted to read you some of the results of the poll that I put out also any of the kind of poll questions I put out if you guys want to share your response please do uh, you can do so by contacting us in our via um uh, social media, Instagram, ET Tampa, or as I mentioned earlier, the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page. All right, question one, bringing it up on my stories right now. Boom. Question one was, and I think you guys are going to know where I stand on this one. And I was going to, I'm going to mention that we had uh, some pretty good participation this time around. 
it was kind of in the low. You know, we had about six or eight people respond last time per question. Uh, this time around, we had anywhere from uh, a dozen to about 15, 16 people. So it was good. You know, it, it went up. So as I mentioned, follow ET Tampa, and so you can p- participate in the next one. First question of this uh, health and fitness poll was coffee, not loaded with artificial creamers and sugars. The options were of the poll were I'll take two or pass. And we had 80% people said, I'll take two. And only 20, uh, 20% of people said they'd pass on sh- coffee. And obviously, I kind of alluded to it being a, essentially black coffee. Um, obviously, there are some sweeteners, non-caloric sweeteners, not artificial, you know, uh, stevia, monk fruit. Uh, we've talked about stuff on the podcast before, um, erythritol, so, so sugar, alcohols. Uh, and then there's some – I've talked about the non-dairy creamer. I love using coconut milk. Um, coconut milk, not the ones you buy in the cartons at the store, the canned stuff, the stuff that's just coconut milk or and water, uh, and it's just basically fat and that's it. No sugar added. So I'm a big fan of that. Also heavy cream. I like that one too. Um, I heard another – it was interesting kind of uh, – uh, there's a recent article that came out about how – and this one was crazy to me, so I'd ha- I haven't followed up of it. I just heard about it on podcast that it doesn't matter how much coffee you drink. It's not bad for you. I mean they were talking about people drinking 25 cups of coffee today is not – is n- nowhere or it's like in no way worse for you than drinking one cup of coffee a day. So it was like I – you know, it, it sounded like they followed a large group of people, um, but I don't know if it was a questionnaire, you know, to talk about the people's health, one of those epidemiological – one more time – epidemiological studies uh, opposed to, you know, I don't think it um, basically proved causation, maybe more like correlation, which we've talked about that in the podcast before. It doesn't really mean much. So uh, – but, you know, obviously people who participate in this fitness goal, they're they're really big on coffee and without kind of uh, all the sugar and artificial stuff in there. So that's good. I'm, I'm right on board with that and that's good to see too. And, and not that, you know, you have to you have to drink coffee but, you know, if, you have, if you're going to be friends with me, you do. So anyways – uh, the next question, this was very, and I told you this was come back up, is Steel Mace 360. You guys, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Please visit ET Tampa. You check me out doing some 360s if you want to know what the, what I'm talking about. Uh, so I asked, Steel Mace 360, I want to try it or hell no? Those were the options for the poll. 78% of people said I want to try and 22% of people said hell no. Uh, so it's interesting because it, it looks very intimidating. I will say that. But honestly, once you get the mechanics down, it is almost – I don't want to say like uh, – it, it feels so rhythmic and it's such a total body movement even though really only your shoulders are moving. Everything else is in a, almost like an isometric contraction. Uh, but it's it's very rhythmic and very smooth. You know, it feels like it, your body is supposed to move this way, you know, and it's uh, it, it's something I, I think it's great for shoulder health. Um, I think it's great for cardio, but it's also a great core exercise because you need – you are required to have a stable core, essentially an isometric contracted core with, you know, proper hip position and head position and shoulder position in order to execute this. If not, you're going to – something's going to go off kilter and you're uh, – you know – 
it's interesting. You're swinging a steel mace, a steel mace anywhere from uh, – luckily they have some training maces now that are three pounds. But if you use a steel mace, it's approximately about 10 pounds. And when you get – if you get hit in the butt cheek with that thing, it doesn't feel good. So I'll tell you that right now. So it's it, it's great and obviously you learn how to swing it before you can even try to do that, you know, before you worry have to or have to worry about getting hit. So – uh, it's good to see there's a lot of people interested in trying it because uh, it, it can be intimidating to look at, to watch, but once you get it down, it is, it's kind of addicting to do. So, All right, the next question of the survey or the poll, if it helps fitness poll, was ice baths. Love them or wouldn't if you paid me? All right, so obviously your options are do you like ice baths, taking ice baths, or not? And we actually had a surprising amount. You know, I was probably a little surprised that there'd be this many. 40% of the people in the poll said they love them. 60% said, hell no, basically. You know, they said you wouldn't do it. Uh, they picked the option of wouldn't do it if you paid me. So that's actually not a surprise. I think people hate being cold, but uh, I love ice baths. I really do. Uh, I think they're really really great for kind of reducing muscle soreness, muscle pain, um, obviously inflammation. Uh, they had kind of the same premise of cryo, but I think the immersion in the water actually has a more profound effect than cryo. Uh, obviously, and I hate to be, I don't want to say I hate to be this guy, but it's cheaper. I mean, buying ice at the store is way cheaper than getting in a cryo machine. There's some great cryo places opening up now, you know, that have great kind of services and monthly plans and i'll definitely and we've been to two on the podcast you guys have listened to them before uh it's but it's you know it's 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 kind of a luxury item that you have to pay for ice you can buy a couple bags of ice at the store and if you have a bathtub you're good to go or you buy a trough at home depot you're good to go so uh, I like ice baths, but there are some evidence. I haven't looked them up, but I heard uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick talking about it on the podcast about uh, kind of the benefits of immersion, ice or cold, cold water immersion opposed to just cryotherapy. Both good. Both have their own benefits, but I would say if I had to choose before, before, between one and the other, I would definitely take ice baths. So I feel like I get more benefit from that. Um, and apparently about 40% of people in the fitness podcast or the fitness poll do too. All right, the final question for the fitness poll is something that I think we're going to dive into more soon. I keep talking about it, but it, it's super. It's big aspect of your health. We've mentioned it several times on this episode already is uh, sleep. And the question was how many average hours of sleep or average hours of sleep you get per night. Um, and I was very surprised about that. I had the options were four to six and 68. So excuse me, six to eight. Yeah, not 68, right? 23% had four to six hours a night, and then 77% had six to eight, six to eight hours a night. And that was really good to see because, um, you know, I did le- learn recently that um, from a great episode, and I, I think I talked about it a few weeks ago, but from the sleep doctor, Dr. Um, Dr. Bruce, gosh, now I'm blanking on his name. Um, but he, he, the sleep doctor, sleep doctor, he uh, he did a great job explaining that not everybody is n- n- 
works better with eight hours. There's some people that uh, can are function better with six or seven, um, maybe even five. It's kind of based on there's certain people have certain um, abilities to function better with less sleep or maybe less sleep overnight and maybe a nap during the day, things like that. There's definitely aspects that not everybody is the same. And we've, we've kind of it, – it makes sense because we talk about diet and stuff too, like nutrition. Not everybody is the same in that regards. It, it, everybody is – essentially has a a fitness and wellness plan that's unique to them so and it's no surprise that sleep is the same thing so uh that was good it was interesting to see and um uh, i really participate or excuse me I really appreciate everybody participating in the fitness and health poll, and we'll do those periodically, and uh, maybe we'll try and make a little release on the uh, on the Facebook page to let you guys know when the next one's coming, so you can participate. Uh, all you gotta do is like the Facebook page and follow us on the regular, and also while you're at it, uh, leave us a rating and review there or an Apple Podcast app. We deeply, deeply appreciate it. All right, guys. That's all I have for this week. I promise Shannon will be back next week and you don't have to hear me talk as much. But I really appreciate you joining me this week. And this has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. And I'll check you next time. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.